When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Great morning, everybody. The Big Daddy, Greg Miller. Hello. What a wonderful day to be Greg Miller. All right. Great episode of Ms. Marvel. We'll talk about it in a second. But more importantly, I'm buying my Kevin Smith Clerks 3 tickets. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I couldn't be more happy for Greg than I am right now. Yeah, that's You true. used to enjoy I'm, things, Nick. Rounding out a group for today in a beautiful Squirtle Squad hat. We have the one and only Tamar Hussein. I am also very happy for Greg, but also I'm very happy for myself because not to date it, but this is Thor Love and Thunder Week. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Of course, we're about to do that on In Review. So go check that out later this week. You excited, Tam? Oh, boy. Uh, Ragnarok is one (laughs) of my favorite films of all time. I'm just so, so excited to to see uh, the follow up. I had a brief taste, Tam. I had a brief conversation with Nick about it, and he said some things that made me very excited. Um, So, oh, God, I cannot wait. I'm just itching to see it. Lots of good stuff here. Uh, kind of funny if you are a Marvel fan, of course. This is the Kind of Funny screencast. Each and every week, we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. We just did a reaction to the Clerks 3 trailer that you can watch. But also, every week, we do our reactions to different TV shows. We've been doing Kenobi. Uh, we're doing Stranger Things later this week as well. We got uh, Miss Marvel every single week coming right at you. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny screencast, and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad free and watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like Molecule and Fargo Brady, our Patreon producers have done. Today, we're brought to you by Shopify and Chime, but I'll tell you all about that later. Andy Cortez, what did you think about episode five, the penultimate episode of Miss Marvel? Really? I thought it was the finale. That's a joke because it just felt like a finale. This episode felt like the finale until we kind of get that uh that, that those later sequences um i think that it w- very similar to moon knight i think it was one of the better episodes in just kind of getting us interested in this sort of i wouldn't say character study but here we are kind of really introduced to these brand new characters um that we're actually finally getting to know them and i think marvel just this I think they do such a great job whenever they focus on relationships and whenever they have um, kind of just interpersonal stuff happening between two different characters. I think it's like they've they showed that in episode five of Moon Knight and they showed that here as well. And immediately you're just kind of invested. And I think that you could show anybody this episode and not them not even have to know what the hell Ms. Marvel is or, or anything like that. But the acting was so strong the chemistry was so strong um and then we kind of immediately go into the more superhero-y stuff of it which you know get got some of that uh 
I'm sure there's other time travel tales that you all can reference here. But for me, it was like Prisoner of Azkaban. I, I, that was really dope. Like you were the one the whole time. It was Murph. <laughs> Don't leave me, Murph. Murph. Like an interstellar. Uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I thought um, I thought it was certainly better than than last week. So I wasn't too hot on. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this episode and I thought it brought the emotional moments whenever it needed to, whenever we saw some of the struggles between some of the characters during the partition, I thought like some of the performances were really strong. Nick Scarpino. I'm a, I'm a little lukewarm on this episode, honestly. I think that I, I, I really liked the beginning part of it. I liked all the flashback stuff, uh, with the, the, uh, with the great, with Aisha and uh and her husband and i thought all that stuff was cool i wish they had focused on that stuff a little earlier though because right as i was getting invested in their in their story it kind of ends um and i think the reveal that um it was you know uh, it, it was her that saved her grandma the entire time was good but i didn't think it was as poignant as it should have been because i don't think they set it up necessarily as much as i wanted to like i wanted to exist in that world a lot more than than existing in the superhero world but that's been sort of my criticism of the show in general is that i feel like i like I just like the family dynamics more. I like the history more. I like learning about the culture more than I do anything with these kind of, I mean, at this point, very, very generic villains and, and her superpowers to that just at this point, aren't that compelling to me. Uh, what I do find fascinating is I, I, I wish they had focused more on the three generation of women uh, coming together with that rift. I mean, they kind of mm -hmm. did, but mm -hmm. at no point did I ever really feel in this whole series that her mother and her grandmother really had that struggle together or, or, or really had that, that, that sort of challenge uh, in their relationship. If, if they, if they had pushed this into a movie, I really think that in two hours or two and a half hours, they would have maybe gotten that across a little bit more, but they would have had to be more dramatic with it. Right. Like the mother's the mother and the grandmother would not have taught, spoken to each other for 20 years. I definitely but now it's like, that. It's, definitely it's definitely one of those things where it's like they they sort of have a little bit of, 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 um antagonism toward each other but not really much right they're still talking they still love each other there's just a little bit of like ah, i wish mom was around more um and i think it needed to be a lot more extreme than that i think it needed to be like my grandmother you i left i left america i haven't talked to them in 20 years and i think danny needed to be the one to bring that those two uh generations back together with whatever was going here and we get that nice little scene at the end but it just seems very very kind of watered down unfortunately um and then this episode just ends and I was like, oh, <laughs> it was just off a cliff. Uh, it, it, was, it was such a weird, abrupt ending that I was like, oh, they didn't have – it almost makes me think they just didn't have enough material. They had too much material for one episode, for one season finale, and then like, but not enough for like two episodes. So like, oh, I'll just end it here. We'll just get into the, the next one next week. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. Tam. Yeah, I, I think I'm feeling a little similar to what Nick is feeling, but I think that, again, what saved it for me was the, the early stuff that um, involved the family and the kind of heritage and the the kind of separation um, <clears throat> of India-Pakistan and that kind of stuff that was happening, which was really fascinating um, to see, and I think it was really important to show for like the the kind of familial part of it because they do refer to it a lot. But more than anything, it just gave us a good opportunity for some kind of like family dynamic stuff and and f to showcase some of the actors and actresses that can um re that really performed amazingly well. Like I think Maywish Hyatt, who played um Aisha, was mm. pretty pretty amazing. I really loved her. Like she was great. She's she's known in Pakistan and and a few other places for being a really well known actor and. 
I think she's also a musician as well, super, mm. super talented. Um, but she was great, and the guy who played Hassan was really good as well, um, I think. Uh, and there was... I think that that made the overall uh, episode worth it for me. I feel like the Marvel part of it is now starting to flag a bit, and it's it's kind of like feels like it's being hit by the same thing that Moon Knight was, where it's like they had an idea more than an actual real good story um, to end with, like the Marvel part of it. I feel like the the stuff around um, the time travel is like fine for me. Like I get it and it, it kind of it hit, but it didn't hit as hard as I guess they wanted it to hit because of what Nick said. They didn't set it up enough, I think. They just refer to like the trail of stars, the trail of stars, which doesn't really help when uh kamala's uh powers are distinctly untrail of starry um yeah. up until that exact <laughs> moment where they somehow become a trail of stars and you're like okay and we've never seen that shattering effect either before so it's just like okay you just kind of made it happen for this um but nevertheless i and also like the way that um the kind of najma stuff happened right at the end i think there's i i imagine there's more to it um but the way it kind of zoomed in on her face and she said kamran and i was like Okay, either this is going set up for something else, um, or it's just a really awkward line. Um, but like that kind of stuff and the opening the the veil and closing the veil, that kind of stuff, it's start, it's starting to feel a bit like uh, the, the Marvel stuff isn't as strong as the family stuff. But fundamentally, like I enjoyed watching it overall. I think there's some really cool parts to it, and I think that more, most importantly, it was a really heartfelt, emotionally driven episode that I really enjoyed. I had to double check twice. Um, that's that's a, a that's bit a uh, repetitive. Yeah. yeah, I had to double check to make sure that like there are six episodes. Okay, there's six episodes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, again, I had that I had that moment when she mentions uh, her son, and I'm like, oh wow, this is the this is the big final climax of this whole series. Fantastic. <laughs> and no, it was not. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was more. <laughs> yeah, I'm echoing everything you guys said. Like, I think. I loved the historical stuff. I loved starting there and, and staying there for so long and seeing uh, great grandma and her relationship with great, great grandpa and then the separation and then uh, Kamala popping back into it. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. But then, yeah, it is like, well, you know, okay, the stars thing, not really what she's done before, but, uh, you know, and then it was this, okay, like what do, it, it, it excites me that there's still another episode left. I love the fact that like we kind of took care of these villains that we didn't really care that much about that they kind of are taken care of. Obviously her son's still going to be an issue probably. Um, but it all felt super quick and super fast. And then like even the finale of the two universes merging, it's never been a threat we cared about. It's never been something we found all that interesting. And then for it to be that boom, they wake up, the thing's happening. It kills the one lady. Then, you know, uh, her friend, uh, great grandma's friend is like, I'm going to, I know what to do with my son. It's like, what? And then it's over. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's like, I, I'm right there with you. All the Marvel stuff is like, Meh, all right, whatever. But then I love, of course, you know, uh, Kamala's mom showing up and you're the sparkly lady or whatever. I love the scene that immediately follows of Kamala, her mom and her grandmother there. And like, you know, when her mom's like, I had adventures, another great Bon Jovi reference, but I had adventures and like, you're my greatest adventure choked me up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then her talking to her mom, like I loved all that. I love all the character part of it. But yeah, the Marvel stuff is the weakest part of the show because we don't care about these villains and it's just going on. And then, you know, to get uh, Bruno and Kamran back in Jersey, I was like, I'm interested in this thread. I'm interested to see where this is going to go a little bit, but I only got one episode of that. And it's now it's like, but when is she going to get the suit? 
Like, can we get the suit? Can we get, you know, everything? Let's, I know you're just setting me up for the, the Marvels, so let's go, but let's go. If it would have been the, the, the season finale right there, and that would have been the, you know, hey, this is, we're going to hold you off for season two or for whatever the future holds because Kamran has powers now. And that's just something to kind of tease you with. That felt, it would felt, feel a lot more natural. But I'm kind of on the opposite of Greg, where I'm not really excited for the next episode because I, I don't really know what they can do to get me hyped <laughs> now that there's just not a whole lot there. And I, I'm kind of like mentally telling myself it's going to be awful. So in hopes that I, you know, get excited okay. about it. Tim, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm drinking the haterade strong on this one. I, I think I'm even a lot lower than any of you guys are. Like I, I this show is awesome. And I, I'm so in love still with the things that I love about it. But I think that these last couple episodes um, have really not done a good job using the limited runtime, especially this episode being the shortest so far at only 40 minutes uh, and it being the penultimate episode. Like I, it's rough for me to get over the fact that we've now had five or six shows that have had this thing where the second to last episode kind of leaves the finale with not much run room. And I think we're there again, where, uh, so what you're getting at, Andy, it's like, I think we actually have a lot of story beats that are unaddressed that we're going to have to deal with in terms of going back to Jersey. Uh, like the, the kind of detour we took here was great. And I think kind of expanded the world a lot, but I think it kind of expanded the world uh, at the expense of a enjoyable, coherent story about this family that they won us over with so early on. But by going so back into the the lineage and the heritage, like, I feel like we all kind of knew that it was going to be Kamala, like even though they didn't do a good job of explaining it, we knew it. And so for me, I was extra not satisfied when it was revealed because I was like, okay, like, damn, you didn't even give me the breadcrumbs back somehow to make that a cool reveal because it felt so obvious. And um, to Greg's point about the bad guys not being interesting, man, the, for them to go out in the least interesting way possible here after the whole rift thing being set up, last episode like there's things that are just moving really really fast and then i feel like the things that are moving slow are the better stuff when it comes to the relationship between kamala and her direct uh parents and all that i still love that um but i am i'm really sad that it seems like we're about to get to a finale where uh it's going to be a mirror version fight between kamala yeah. and kamran yeah. who has the exact same powers and i'm like how did we get there in this show like and i hope i'm wrong i really do but i'm pretty shocked that uh they found a way to to potentially pull that off um i like that she's been getting kind of the little bits of her suit throughout the last couple episodes uh with the different like the scarves and the vest and the stuff and i it's going to be cool to see her kind of pull it all together um we see her in the, the converse and all that uh pretty much anytime she says anything i'm endeared and i think that that yeah. is the the saving grace of this is that she is so great um but she wasn't in half this episode um and i think that the half of the episode she wasn't in was really strong i just don't think it fits this show and i don't think mm -hmm. that it kind of worked in service of the plot that they're they're yeah. getting at here because it was great and the aisha story and all that i was i was totally totally in but then the moment it got back it was like okay well all that happened just to get us to the second half of this and to deal with all the the crisis at, at hand and it didn't really come to a satisfying conclusion for me and i i'm i'm pretty surprised um at at feeling this way and I, I think that i enjoyed last week's episode a lot having this episode back to back with it makes me enjoy both of them a little bit less when we're looking at two episodes out of a six episode runtime like this okay. feels like episode eight of a 16 uh, episode season of a show mm -hmm. and i feel like we just don't have the wiggle room to really 
be able to to let that breathe and and let that hit as hard as it has to. But again, it's not the end of the world, and I, I'm still hopeful that they can bring it together to being overall a really, really, really great, fantastic show. And at the end of the day, they created characters that I can't wait to see more of. Um, I just think that there's a a polish that is missing from this. And when we say, oh, it's all the Marvel stuff, it's like that should mean a good thing, not a bad thing. And um, I think that they're they're starting to get to a point where. The Marvel stuff doesn't just mean, oh, powers versus powers. It also means kind of like um, the the logic starts to fall apart. And the more they talk about dimensions and timelines and realms and this and that and convergences and divergences and all of that, it's like you need to have some level of consistency because I'm going to sit here and start questioning your time travel logic. And when you tell us it works one way in, in one movie and then immediately go mm-hmm. against it in another, it's just like – it just lessens it, and that's when the Marvel stuff starts to mean a bad thing. So, again, drinking the haterade, I understand that there was a lot of really good in this episode, and there is, but I, I'm i pretty disappointed with this. I just yeah, wanted to say so. that I let out an audible, like, ugh, whenever Kamran uh, had the blue power on his hand. And sure. I was like, no, mm. why are we do- – we're really doing this? Like, it's 20 years in, we're still doing it? Or 12 years? How long has it been? It's close enough. 40 years? <laughs> Yeah, the 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 downside is I just I just don't feel like they're they're using the space like the time they've been allotted as thoroughly as they possibly could because like I think we've all said like I I I have this feeling that Disney is like hey we got to keep this light and we can't go too heavy with this but unfortunately that's what this story this this the subject matter dictates right this is really heavy stuff and whenever you don't dive in a hundred percent you're going to be leaving the audience a little bit left wanting and i feel like that's where i'm at like i have so many questions i want to see that time period more i want to see this family more i want i wanted to see like they should have set that up more i should have seen this little girl crying on the train multiple times to really hammer home that someone's lost but we just don't get there everything just seems like it's pg when i want it to be pg 13 when i want them to kind of have a little bit more teeth Specifically with a subject matter that's as intense as as what they're dealing with. Tim, you raise your hand for a sec. Uh, I just raised my hand real quick to tell you about our sponsors. I love that sound. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and I know the Kind of Funny store at kindoffunny.com slash store uses Shopify to sell all our merch, including all those cool Portillo shirts you guys have been so great about supporting with. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. Shopify.com slash kf games no one likes waiting on a paycheck especially when you've got bills due good thing there's chime now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit that's up to two more days to save pay bills and generally just feel good about your money situation but chime is more than just about getting paid early it's also an award-winning mobile app checking account debit card and optional savings account so what are you waiting for 
hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancor Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. Continue, Nick. Yeah. And, that, and you know, and again, the, the criticism last week I was worried about is, is echoed again here with the antagonists. Like, I just, they're just gone. <laughs> and now Kamran is like, supposed to be a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Mm. So I'm wondering how they're going to set up him having to have this turn um, within one episode when we know deep down he's a good person, right? I, and so the yeah. only way you could do that is to set him ideologically opposed to whatever Kamala wants. But... They're pretty, I mean, they're pretty on the same team. So what are we left with? Damage control? We don't really care about them. They're not really that big of an antagonist. I I think that this is all set up for um, a three-way kind of moment of choice for Najma, who I think is still in control of Kamran. Like, I feel like she, the way she's, what she's done is she's like embedded herself into her son. And what's going to happen is it's going to be her, uh, it's going to be Kamala versus Kamran while Kamran's being controlled by Najma and then also damage control there. And the, it's going to be ultimately a Reservoir Dog style situation yeah. where Najma is going to have to pick between going home or figuring out, beating up Kamala or whatever it may be to go home or leaving or or taking out damage control to leave them stranded there. And the, the line that they kept using in this episode was what you seek is seeking you, which is a line from a Persian Islamic poet called Rumi. And um, uh, that I feel like is going to be key to the finale of the series where it has to be Najma realizing what she's been seeking, which is home, has always been there for her, which is uh, her son, Gamran, Kamala, and being in that world. And that she needs to let the the kind of the, the quest or the the crusade to get home mm-hmm go and let her the the future it's the same way that um Muniba was like i've been holding you too tight um she needs to let the future generations kind of like you know let go and and let them define their own path and that is going to be ultimately the 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 conclusion of the series do you think that that detracts it all from uh from her seemingly face turn because in a way i feel like we feel like she has come to grips with her problems and she says, you're right. Like, I, I can't ruin his future. And in a way, that's kind of like a neat way to kind of say, you're right. I can't fuck him over. Here's my powers and, uh, you yeah. know, do with it what you will or whatever. But I feel like having a character do that twice in two episodes is just like, it's a little uh, yeah. too much. You know, I, I, I didn't that final moment. I did not read that as her like being like, OK. I need to look after my son. I read that as her realizing a new scheme into making it happen. Mm. And so that's why I feel like she hasn't had that turn yet for mm. me. Gotcha. And and when she gets into that next, I think in the next, I could be completely wrong. I think in the next scenario, it's going to be more a case of her realizing not just it's for her son, but it's for her entire family, because that's the one thing that, has been like it's, like I said in a few episodes ago. It's a story of two immigrant families: one that accepted that they can make a new life, and one that is desperately trying to cling to an older one. Mm-hmm. And it's that same kind of like mirror of people in the partition, right? Trying to find a new space to exist and having a lot of difficulties. Some having more than others. And I feel like this is going to be a situation where 
Najma has to come to terms with the fact that for her family, it's more important that um, she she kind of like let this go um, and, and her son will benefit and she will be at peace because of it. And future generations of the Khan family will be better off because of it. I, I, I love that. And I just wish that they didn't have such a resolved vibe in this episode because yeah. I feel like yeah, I, I, feel- I, I feel like after this episode, we kind of feel like we're at peace until we get that end snippet uh, with Kamran and, and Bruno. And in a way, it almost feels like we're, we're pulling the rug back from under you with another threat that just doesn't feel like they can do much with just one episode left. Like, it, I, I just feel like we need more time. And it, I feel like they almost writ, wrote themselves into a corner um, with like, well, we still got Jersey though. <laughs> like, what do we, we yeah. still have well, to go I back feel, to the Yeah, States, my worry, you know? my worry, right, is what Tam just said is, you know, I think really beautiful and really poignant. And I worry that it's going to be, oh man, thank God you're back. My power shut up. Yeah, it happened when your mom died. My, my, you killed my mom. And like, that's what my concern is for the final episode. And they be blue, each other. purple, blue, purple. Exactly, right? Purple. And damn it shows up and takes Comron yeah. into custody. Like, Miss Marvel, you're pretty great. All right, we'll see you later, but we're keeping an eye on you. Keep an eye on you. Yeah, it's and then it, it, purple, gold, and we're like, oh shit, Black Panther's here again. Again, no, Carol Danvers, Killmonger. <laughs> hey, kid, it. you got something for me? Oh my god, Miss <laughs> Marvel will be back in Marvels. Yeah, it's 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 kind of disappointing though because whenever Tam talks about what's going on in the show, I'm like, that's really fascinating, but I don't <laughs> think it just doesn't come through for me, right? Like what yeah. you're talking about of two different like women, basically one saying, "Listen, I'm gonna make a home for myself in this new place," and one one one. I want to see Najma's home. I want to show. Know don't her, tell. And I don't know her. I don't feel like I've lived in like seen her life through her eyes at all. She just kind of comes off as this character that pops up and just exists solely to have an obstacle for the main characters to overcome. And that's a big missed opportunity because when you think back to the shows that are largely character driven like this, where like, I mean, this is going to be a big pull. So stick with me, but a game of Thrones, right? Where you make these characters so bad right off the bat. And then by the end of season two or three, you're like, oh, my God, I get where Jamie Lannister is coming from. It's not like I, he's a good person, but I've seen his life through his eyes and what he struggled with. And now I have perspective on that. So when he when those two characters show off against each other, I'm I, as an audience member, I struggled to, to know which one of those people that I mean, you know, it, it, it's hard for me to watch these two people fight because I want both of them to win. Right. Um, and in this one, it just kind of seemed like she popped up. We didn't spend enough time with her. We haven't seen their world, really, where they're trying to go back to. We don't know why necessarily that 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 world is so much better than this world we just know they want to get home they want to get home but show me home what what's so great about it what's so wonderful what was your life like there and that's why i think they did a good job with showing um kamala's lineage and showing aisha and all that and why that was beautiful he's got this beautiful rose guard i thought their dynamic was so good that, uh, um, Man, he was spitting, dude. Holy dude, shit! Is like, he's on, like the bro. most Come charming on, motherfucker ever, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, you reminds me, it reminds me of a poem." Like, holy shit, dude! Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy's got it. <laughs> and so, but all that stuff, in, you know, endears those characters to me, right? I, I want, I want them to survive. I want them to to go on and be happy, and that's because they show. I I got to be with them. For yeah, episode, and I would have wanted more of that. There's that moment where he's like t- telling her about like the poem, and like. He, just before that he asked for her name but she doesn't give it and then he starts saying talking about the poem stuff and like you can the acting from Mewish is so good where you can see her like melting and yeah. like she oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. she kind of like awkwardly like is like my name is Aisha and you're like yeah. oh she's fallen for him and like yeah. how could you not how my man how kidding could you me? not my man's and, and that's a testament to just how 
strong they can be in these short bursts. They don't necessarily even need a three-episode arc to build that. Like, we can see it come across really clearly and really well in, what was that, 16, 17 minutes? And they do such a good job of that. And I just feel like, let's focus some of that energy into some other the relationships. And I think that we could have like an A tier, S tier show. Absolutely. I, I'm right there with you on that. I think that a lot of the elements are here. I, I think that now that we are five episodes in, like almost five hours of content in, I think a lot of the placement and ordering of some of the things is, is what's making me feel the way I am, where a lot of it's good stuff. But to Nick's point, like with the, the clandestine, they kind of, are introduced as good guys and then immediately have a heel turn. And then we so get an episode of exposition of why they're the bad guys kind of and seeing them like fight and be bad. And then we have a face turn and it's all so just like yeah. boom, 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 boom. And then in between that, we get this beautiful backstory that is backing yeah. up uh, Kamala's kind of like origins, like even before her and all this that. is so the origins of the powers. Right. But there were just so many elements that they threw at us, like the first couple episodes allowing us to sit in Jersey and really fall in love with this this crew and this world that they had there to then take us out of that and give us the backstory of all the um, the, the partition stuff and all that. That's great, too. But I, I feel like they're kind of uh, against each other in a lot of mm -hmm. ways where they're giving us the origin of this bangle with Aisha and we really care about these characters and we kind of see how it passes down. But then they also introduce the idea that there's another bangle out there. And I just feel like there's a lot of questions that are that they, they put out there in the like second through fourth episode. And I have very little faith that the questions are going to be answered by the finale. And if they are, I almost feel like they're going to be, they're built up in a way that isn't going to be the strongest story wise of like us caring about these characters, good and bad and where they end up. But we'll see. Yeah. The, the I was thinking, I hate to backseat, right. But like this episode should have been the first, this episode should have been, or the first half of this episode should have been what happened and what we saw when um, we first meet um, Sana on, on the terrace where she's talking about her history with uh, Kamala. That should have been there. And like, maybe you'd have to rip out the time traveling revelation part of it, which honestly doesn't add much to it anyway. I think that should have been the story of um, uh, Hassan and Aisha should have been early in when she arrives at Pakistan. And then this episode should have been a Najma episode where we see why she's Absolutely. so desperate to get back to it. And it should have been also the episode where you see what Najma is fighting for. And it would have been a mirror of it should have been a mirror of Aisha's experience where she, because the reason we see what Aisha, what Aisha is willing to uh, kind of sacrifice herself mainly is because she's found home, she's found people to love and she's willing to fight for what, you know, ensuring that gets a, a path forward. She wants to see her daughter live on. We should have had Najma see um, the, the kind of be the mirror of that where she wasn't able to get that and she's still trying to get that. She had a glimpse of it and the reason she wants to get back is because she wants what we know Aisha had and that is why she's willing to burn it all to the ground to get back to where she needs to be her, 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 her own realm and then that is the kind of would have been the perfect setup for her going so far as to use her son to kind of you know um, enact push her plan her own push shit. forward push forward and then realizing that 
in the final episode that she doesn't need to do that because she has what she wanted. She just was so fixated on a place instead of a people. And that is, and ev- everyone knows that as God is a place. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I do want to give a couple of shout outs to things that I've really liked about this. And it's been the case the whole show, but the production value for a lot of the uh, historical stuff, especially I think looks really damn good. Like the sets look great. And like the, the shots of them at the train station and all that stuff. Like I like the visual style to it all. I'm always a sucker for the Marvel studios logo, having gimmicks and the sepia tone, like, uh Yo, old school cool. like film stuff was was incredible the, the title treatments though yeah. oh none yeah. of them being so english good. this time i love that like Amazing. that was so cool and I, I i still every single time i watch the credits because i love how they change up the the credit sequence at the end and like just with the fun music and all the the cool visual stuff like there is a style here that when they they back it up with the substance i think it is really really strong but then there are certain times where it is like just too much style and especially with a lot of the superhero type stuff which we didn't get much of this episode um but you know i kamala using her powers let me just say i can't wait to see her in, in a movie and what that looks like because right now i'm kind of <laughs> like okay okay i get it i get it but Fingers crossed next week isn't just glowing things punching each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we'll see. Nick, you about to say something? Oh, no, I lost it. I spaced on it. That was a good point. Sorry. Um, any final thoughts, anybody? Um, if they need writers for season two, hit me up. Apparently. Tam's got it down, ladies and gentlemen. He's got it down. Um, all right, everyone. We'll be back next week for the finale of Miss Marvel. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about this and how wrong I am. For being a hater on this one I'll, I'll take the hit on that that's okay uh but until next time i love you all goodbye